0: Hey guys, this is Pastor Josh from Fresh Church. We are so excited that you are joining us for our podcast today. I do want to tell you that we pray at Fresh Church that you would get involved in the local church in your city. The Bible says that those that plant themselves in the house of the Lord will flourish. And a podcast and an online experience, a YouTube uh, sermon is amazing, but it does not replace the local church, the hope of the world, the community, the family that God has placed all of us in. And so we hope you find that and we hope you enjoy this message today. awesome. Ah, Just amazing worship and what God wants to just continue to do this morning, so I'm excited about that. Uh, Almost, there's sometimes where you're like, well, I don't even know if I need to preach, but, um, but God wants me to today, so I'm going to. But... I'm excited about this word. You know, there, there, there's words that God gives you that you just marinate on like all week and you just you just sense that God wants to do something. In it. And today, that is one of these. And so I, I just want you just to um, just prepare your hearts and just get ready for what God wants to speak to you because how many people know there's power in a name? There's power in name. There's meanings in names. Um, this, this morning, I, 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 I was in my closet and I found these old tennis shoes and and they are Brooks is the brand of tennis shoes that they are and so um I put them on and I showed them to my son who was named Brooks and I was like look here's your shoes bro but Brooks means a, a living stream of water and so one of the things that we would do is we try to claim things over our children via their names and and a name is important and how many people know that Jesus has a lot of names. This mo- this this week I was doing some research on the names of Jesus. And I'm going to tell you why the names of Jesus and, and the reason why he has so many names is important for you and I. Because it's not just that Jesus has a lot of names, um, but these names mean something for us. I want you to think about some of the, the, the names of Jesus Almighty One, Slash Mighty One, Advocate in First John chapter two verse one, Authority in Matthew chapter twenty eight verse eighteen, The Bread of Life in John chapter six verse thirty five, Beloved Son of God in Matthew chapter three verse seventeen, Deliverer uh, in First Thessalonians one ten, Faithful and True in Revelations nineteen eleven, Shepherd in John ten eleven, Servant in Acts four twenty nine through thirty, Emmanuel in in Isaiah seven fourteen, Indes. Indescribable gift in 2 Corinthians nine fifteen, Light of the world in John eight twelve, Lion of Judah in Revelations 5, 5. Mediator in 1 Timothy two point five, 5. And mighty one in Isaiah 60, 16. One who sets free in John eight thirty six, Hope in 1 Timothy 1, 1. Should I go on? Peace in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 14. Prophet in Mark 6, 4. Redeemer in Job nineteen twenty five. Um. Rock in 1 Corinthians 10, 4. Son of the Most High in Luke 1, 32. Resurrection in life in John eleven twenty five, 25. The way in John 14, 6. The word in John 1, 1. The true vine in John 15, 1. Truth in John 8, 32. Victorious one in Revelations 3, 21. Wonderful counselor, prince of peace in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. And that's not even all of them according to the scripture. Why does this matter for you and I? I I want you to hear what was prophesied about Jesus, one of the first verses. And if you turn to Isaiah uh, chapter 9, verse 6. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. I I just ended with that just a moment ago, but I, I just want you to hear. For a child is born to us. A son is given to us. And the government will rest on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Now, I want you to think about it. This baby came to be all of those things for you and I, but he came for a reason. He came to die. So that you and I would be placed in Him and the relationship that He has with the Father, you and I would have access to that relationship. And so some of us were like, how could Jesus sing or how could God be singing over all of humanity and all of the sons and daughters of God? Because when Jesus died on the cross and then you accepted Jesus and you Died on the cross with him. And then scripture says that you are resurrected to life in him. And now you live in Christ Jesus. Again, in Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus. And so as the Father sings over the Son in heaven, he is singing over you. So this is what's kind of cool is almost every single one of those names that I rattled off. Now, there are some of those names that I just go, that is a name for Jesus and Jesus alone because one of the names for Jesus is Savior, and I am not a Savior. He is. God may partner with me to bring someone to salvation, but I am never going to, 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 to claim that name. But did you know that if Jesus is called wonderful, what does that make you? This is why names are so good. This is why you got to go through the Bible and, 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 and there's genealogies and there's all these things that we just skip over because names mean something. This is why that, that all of these names that I just rattled off and there's over 50 names for Jesus. And again, I just named some of them. Um, but that's why it's so important that you go through the names of Jesus and you go, okay, if he is wonderful, then that makes me wonderful because I am in Christ Jesus. And so when the world says that I am not wonderful, when somebody comes and disses you, when somebody doesn't like your post, or when somebody is talking smack about you, or when somebody is saying this and spreading gossip about you and rumors about you, where do you go? Do you believe the names that society is putting over you, or do you believe the names that the Father God has spoken on you? Do you go, I am in Christ Jesus, and in Christ Jesus I I am wonderful. I am wonderful. And it's okay. You know, I think it's time for some Christians to start going around and being like, I'm wonderful. Isn't it awesome? Not in a, in a cocky way. Not in a way of like, oh, look at me. I'm Mr. Wonderful. Look at me. I'm awesome. No, in the way of my Father, God is so amazing. He has made me fearfully and wonderfully made. And I am in Christ Jesus. And so if I believe that Jesus is wonderful, then what does that make me? The world doesn't need to see Christians just going around being like, oh, woe is me. I'm just this nasty sinner. I'm just all of this stuff. Why does somebody just want to have that identity? I'm just a nasty sinner. Why? I think people want, no, I'm wonderful. I, I think people want to, to feel that and, and we can feel that in Christ in a humble humili- in, in a humble humility. So if He is wonderful, then we are wonderful. If He is a counselor, then what does that make us? It makes us a counselor. Did you know that in Christ you have all the wisdom that you need? We've talked about this idea over the last couple of weeks, but I just want to keep hammering it. Because, see, I'm just going to preach the same message to you over and over and over until we start living it. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, we have all the wisdom that we need he says he is a wonderful counselor so if in Christ we are wonderful but we are also a counselor that means that there should be such wisdom that comes to us because we have a divine part of us we have a divine part of us because we are in Christ Jesus and so we have ideas and people come to us for counsel because Christ is in us not because you're anything special but because Christ is in you you have been made the manifold wisdom of God do you believe that what if we started to believe that? What if we started to go into the workplace tomorrow and be like, I have the manifold wisdom of God. I have complete access to it anytime I want. Because he is, a wonder, he is wonderful. He is a counselor. Then so am I. And I can give you wise and good counsel. See, one of the things that the world wants to do is make you believe that you're stupid make you believe that you don't have wise, that you've made all these poor decisions in life and so now you don't have wisdom and nobody's coming to you. I was doing a Bible study yesterday and 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 one of the lies that was revealed to me was I was going through um, uh, another scripture, uh, I think it was in 1 Corinthians and it was talking about that, that he became the wisdom, the manifold wisdom of God for us. And so at the end of it, they're like, what's the lie that has been revealed? And I said, the lie that has been revealed is that um, for some reason I stopped believing that I was wise. And what's the truth? The truth is I have the manifold wisdom of Christ within me. and So that I can feel confident of going up to any person in this room or out of this room and being like, Hey, I want to tell you this and this and this and this. Because I'm in Christ I can be confident in the decisions that I'm going to make if I'm being led by Christ if I'm being led by his spirit you can be confident in the decisions that you are making because there is a wonderful counselor that lives in you but not only is there a wonderful counselor that lives in you there's the prince of peace did you know that I'm the prince of peace I am I'm the prince of peace and you're like you're not the prince of peace Josh I'm like yeah I am Because I'm in Christ. And so that means that there's no worry, that there's no fear, that there's no anxiety, that I can't rise above. Why? Because I'm in Christ. And in Christ, if Jesus is the Prince of Peace, then what should that make us? But how many Christians are living in that identity? How many followers of Jesus are just like the world when it comes to their pace? When it comes to their sleepless nights, when it comes to their hustle, let me tell you, God didn't create you to hustle. That's the buzzword. Man, I just got to hustle. 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 I got to do this. I got to that. No, 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 no. He said, rest in me. He said, abide in me. He said, I will be the prince of peace, and I am the prince of peace, and you need some peace attached to your life. So when I feel anxiety or worry or fear coming on, then all I've got to do is just bring myself back to peace because I remember I have Christ in me and I am the Prince of Peace. See, you need some of these names of Jesus attached to your life. Don't just look at it and go, oh, that's only, you know, that's just his name. I am just, oh, awful. We've lived in this church theology for so long that just wants to like wear you down and make you, no, 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 no. like, God is like, why? Guys, I'm an earthly father. You know what breaks my heart so much? Is when I hear my son say that he thinks he's stupid. When he calls himself names that are not true. So, if I'm an earthly dad, doesn't Jesus say, if you who are earthly fathers know how to give your kids good things, how much more? Will your father in heaven pour out blessings on you? So, if your earthly father, your earthly mother hates hearing you talk negative about yourself, how much do you think the father does? Your earthly father, your earthly mother wants you to embrace the identity that they see in you. He's going, You're not stupid, you're wonderful, A dumb, you're a counselor. You're not anxiety and fear and worry. You are the Prince of Peace. Would you embrace that? Because I died so that you could have access to those names. Come on, somebody. Like his light bulb's not just going off in your head like it is mine. I'm not, I'm not speaking in Portuguese up here, people. Come on. He died so you could have access. Full access to Jesus everything that Jesus is in Christ Jesus Matthew chapter 3 verse 17 let's go there let's look at this name and a voice from heaven said this is my dearly loved son who brings me great joy can I just tell you that dad up in heaven he's not looking at you and being like oh man here comes Stephen again Stephen. What do you want, Stephen? We've already talked about that, Stephen. This is the fourth time today that you've called for repentance on that, Stephen. Stephen, 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 Stephen. No, he's like, Stephen! Who brings me great joy? Because all the. Did for the Father was live the perfect blameless life and was totally obedient and surrendered to the Father. And so, when we are in Christ, we are in total obedience and surrendering our lives to the Father. And He says, When I look at my Son, it only brings me great joy. You are dearly loved. Right up into my arms. I can't wait to see you. I can't wait to talk to you. You are dearly loved. You are my beloved. You know, I love I I, I love addressing the church. I love uh, addressing believers, beloved. If you could just get that, like you are his beloved, beloved. Like, wake up in the morning, go look in the mirror, and be like, okay, one of the names for Christ is beloved, dearly loved son, dearly loved daughter. So guess what? I am dearly loved. The Father is singing over me today. That's incredible because of my position in Christ. Luke chapter 1, verse 32. Luke chapter 1, verse 32. And he will be very great, and we will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestors, David. David the Son of the Most High. Now, this is very, very cool to think about because in Christ Jesus, you are the son or the daughter of the Most High. What does that have to do with anything? Well, if you are elevated, what can get to you? You see that? In Christ You are the son or the daughter of the Most High. So if you are elevated, what can get to you? That's why Paul says that nothing can separate you from the love of the Father. There's nothing because you are in an elevated position that nothing can get to you. If you would get up in the morning and go, I'm the son of the most high, I'm the daughter of the most high, then my position is elevation. It's not down here where everybody else is. Do you see that? We should be living in an elevated place with elevated mindsets. And so when the old nature comes and says that you are still this, 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 then you have a positional thing going on in your mind, and you need to go, no, 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 no. I don't live in the earthly position anymore. I live in a heavenly position because I am the Son of the Most High. That thought is not from heaven. That thought is from the earth. That thought is from my old nature. That thought is from my old flesh, and I don't have that flesh anymore. You know what I loved about that song that we sing? It says that you go out and you literally bring the head of my enemy. And I'm like, as a man, you're like, dude, like, oh, that's an awesome, this is brave heart worship that we're singing about right here. Like, every dude, that should be their favorite worship song. You know I mean? It's just like, what? We're talking about, like, the Lord brings a head you know, of my enemy? You know who that enemy is? I was sitting there thinking, I was like, that's my old flesh. Because my old flesh, my old sin nature it was dead and nailed to the cross. It no longer exists. And so Jesus has got my old head right there. And he's like, look at it. It's dead, Josh. You want this thing back? It's not even worth anything. Or do you want to just live in me? i got the head of your enemy right here. Because your enemy is not just, the, 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 it's not just Satan. It's your old flesh that has now died. And you are in Christ." Jesus. And when the Bible says that that old flesh was dead, what does it mean? Dead. It means dead. So now your flesh is no longer controlling you. You Again, I've said this before, but I'm going to keep saying it again because like I said, I'm just going to keep preaching the same message until we get it. Um, is, is, so, so God showed me last night. He said, um, because I was going back into this loop and, and and he said that's just a loop that's just a habit it's not your nature do you, do you know that? it's not your nature that's just a habit and, and, and you know what I love about habits? habits can be broken Some of you used to smoke cigarettes. How ridiculous is that? Some of you you, you used to go out and eat a chocolate brownie volcano from TGI Fridays every single day, you you know? I mean, obviously I'm I'm being extreme here. But what I'm saying is, (laughs) you broke those habits. And through the power of Jesus, through the Son of the Most High, how much more do you think all those habits are going to bow down to him? when you live in your position in Christ Jesus. Because here's why you can break those habits, because you are the victorious one. Revelation chapter 3, verse 21, look at this name of Jesus. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat with my Father on his throne. You know, when you become victorious, when you die to your flesh, and you become in Christ Jesus, and every victory that he has is claimed to you. Come on, somebody. Every victory he has is now claimed to you. So you are not a loser. You are a victor. You are not a victim. You are a victor. You don't live as the victim. You live as the victor. You live as a victory because you are the victorious one. And so when depression starts to set in, you go to victory. When, 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 when the enemy wants to do this, you go to victory because you remember that he is already defeated and you are the victorious one. In Christ Jesus, I am victorious over my flesh. I am victorious over my habit loops. I am victorious over anything that can come against me. I am the victorious one. Do you need the name victorious one Over your life? Come on, church. Don't some people on the face of this planet need to see Christians rise up and begin to be victorious? What if we would just claim these names that Jesus has given us in Christ? The world would change your life would change, your family would change, your relationships would change, your marriage would change, your, your, the, the relationships of your son and daughter and your family would change because they would see mom and dad as victorious, not struggling just to make it, not struggling just to pay the bills because you've got the wisdom of God. You can go out and then make things happen that somebody else wouldn't be able to make happen. They'd be seeing mom and dad as victorious. They'd be seeing victory in your life. What about Isaiah chapter 60, verse 16? Isaiah chapter 60, verse 16. Powerful kings and mighty nations will satisfy your every need as though you were a child nursing the breast of a queen. You will know at last that I, the Lord, am your Savior and your Redeemer and the Mighty One of Israel. You know what I love about the name there that he is called? He is called Mighty One. There's some days where I just need to be remembered, hey, you are a Mighty One in me. You are a Mighty One warrior, because see, sometimes we can be like Gideon. Gideon in the Old Testament, he just thought he was like this lowly, lowly, you know, like he was the bottom of the totem pole in his family. He was the smallest one. He was this and this and this. And what did the Lord come to him and say? The Lord, the very first thing he said, he said, um, hello, mighty warrior. There's a world around you that wants to beat you down there's an enemy that wants to roar and prowl around and beat you down and it's so important that we claim the name mighty one over our lives when you don't feel like you have any strength at all then you claim the name mighty one and you begin to watch your strength begin to rise. The Bible says that the sh- those that wait upon the Lord, that the Lord will renew their strength and they will rise up like eagles. Come on, somebody. You are a mighty one in the Lord. This is your name. In Christ Jesus, you are a mighty one. What about 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 1? 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 1. This letter is from Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, appointed by the command of God our Savior in Christ Jesus, who gives us hope. Who is Jesus in that verse? He is hope. Who are you to the world around you? You are hope. Who are you to the one that's getting ready to, to, that wants to commit suicide? You are hope. Who are you to the, the, the person at the dinner table over Christmas that is going on and on and on about their negativity? You are hope, and you offer them positivity. Who are you to the person at work that comes in and just lost a son or a daughter or a friend or an aunt or an uncle or a grandpa? You are hope. Who are you to your situation and your circumstance right now? You are hope. Jesus was hope for the world. His name is hope. And so if his name is hope, then that's your name too. And so every situation that you go into, we should be a people filled with hope. Filled with hope. Filled with hope. His name is hope. You are hope. John chapter 8 verse 12. Jesus spoke to the people once more and said, I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. So he is the light of the world. So who are you? You are the light of the world. I want you to close your eyes for just a moment and I want you to think about all the darkness that's around you. Do you believe that you're the light of the world? want you to come to God and say, God, begin to fill me with these names. Because I've been believing about myself other names. But I'm realizing for the first time maybe today, or maybe I've been reminded today, What my names really are. And I realize I've got a bunch of names. Isn't that cool? You're not just. You're not just Sarah. You're not just Caleb. You're not just Daphne. You're not just Andricas. But you're light of the world. You're wonderful. You're a counselor. You're a Prince of Peace. You're beloved a son or daughter of the Most High. You're a victorious one. You're faithful and true. According to Revelations 19.11 You're faithful and true. Then I saw heaven open and a white horse was standing there. Its rider was named Faithful and True for he judges fairly and wages a righteous war. I want to tell you some of you have been in times where you were not faithful, but your real name is now faithful. You were in seasons of lying, and your real name is truth. You were in seasons of believing lies, but your real name is truth. And now you believe the truth about yourself. Now you believe these names. Now you believe these names. appear at me for just a moment because I want to tell you two things I think could, could really, really help you in this life. The reason why it's so important for us to believe that we are the names of Jesus isn't it wonderful that we just talked about His names today? Is because the Father wants to give you something. Let me say that again. The Father wants to give you something. But can He trust you with what He wants to give you? Can He trust you with what He wants to give you? Because here's why, listen to this. The Father will always trust what He sees manifested of the Son in our lives. Let me me say that again, because that's so good. And and I want you just to close your eyes and just, just let me say this over you. The Father will always trust what He sees manifested of Jesus in our lives. So the more that we let Jesus be manifested in our lives, the more that we let these names be manifested in our lives, the more that you become the Prince of Peace over your anxiety and worry and depression, the more that you become hope The more that you become the light of the world, the more that you become the prince of peace, the more that you become wonderful, the more that you become beloved, the more that you become faithful and true, the more that you become victorious one, the more that you become of all of His names, then the more trust He will impart to you. The more trust He will impart to you. Because he goes, there's a son, there's a daughter that is looking more and more and more and more and more like my son Jesus every day. Oh, I see that he gets, that he's wonderful, so I can trust him with this. Oh, I see that she gets, that she is victorious now, and I can trust her with this. Oh, I see that he gets, that he is hope. And so I can trust him with this because I see more and more and more of Jesus in him and in her every day.